I think what people don't ever really speak about when they talk about self-care is it's not about coddling yourself it's or maybe if it is then there's there's several different types of self-care there's self-care self-love and self-parenting are they different I, I'm not really sure at the end of the day I feel more cared for when I self-parent than when I do things which might classically be considered self-care. I think it is important to still give yourself time, you know, to to do the stuff you enjoy. But maybe that should be classed as something a bit different. Like TV time is TV time. Or, you know, whatever it is that you do to, to shake off the stress of the day and, and give yourself some like space to relax and not have to think so much for a second. Um, that's fine, that's completely valid, but classifying it as self-care, I think, can come at the detriment of implementing real self-care routines in your life. What do I mean when I say self-care, then? Um, I'm talking about doing your laundry, doing your dishes, all the stuff which you hate. Sorry, but, like, I have learned to love that, and I will maybe get into how I did that at a later point, but let me continue with this point. Um, I'm talking about taking a shower or doing your routine with your cleanser. <laughs> I don't do uh, skincare, what we're talking about, but no, like, I don't do skincare, I say that, but I actually have a routine with moisturizer now. I have a routine with cleansing my face. At the end of the day, I forget quite a lot. I'm still learning, uh, but what I did when it came to skincare was I stripped back everything. I, I started with absolutely nothing. Sort of got my skin back to base. Like, net zero. I don't wear any makeup. Um, and then I built up a routine around my needs. I would notice what what I felt like I was lacking. And to me, that was moisturizer and cleanser. Or micellar water, whatever we want to... <laughs> Um, and then I just added those back. As I find things along the way to add to my routine, I add them, but I never add anything just for the sake of having it. But anyway, I'm getting off track. Um, <laughs> what I'm talking about is the stuff that your mum would tell you to do. And I'm sorry if that, if your mum wouldn't tell you to do those things that the stuff my mum would tell me to do, um, let's say, were the things which, at the end of the day, when you've done them, and you sit in your house and you look at how nice and clean it is, or, um, well, anyway, I'm not going to drag my mum right now, but <laughs> you look at, you feel your body and you don't feel gross, and I mean, I'm sat here feeling gross right now, but... That's why I feel like, to me, some of these things are an act of self-love and self-care. And I don't do them enough. Roasting myself here, but... <laughs> um, then again, how... I have so many good habits. <laughs> um, I am very slowly building my way to the person I want to be, and I am a work in progress, and that's okay. Is how you're supposed to think about it. 
and how I do think about it. Um, like how I said with my skincare routine, you know, that's a work in progress. I don't claim to know everything about skincare. I just claim to be learning one step at a time. And I think something that I've really learned to care for in myself recently is not clogging up my life with unnecessary things just because I have a hole to fill. I'm finally in a position where I feel fulfilled with a bare minimum. Bare minimum meaning me, myself and I and nothing else, no one else. I know that what I have around me is the luxury afforded to me by the life I've got. But I could live with much less. So that's given me a reason to choose what's in my life a lot more carefully. I'm not in a position anymore where I'm vying for attention from people, objects, things, whatever. Um, I, I'm very happy how I am. I mean, I could be happier, but hey, work in progress. <laughs> um, but what I mean is, I'm finally, I feel whole within myself. And that gives me the space to clear out all the junk that was there just to make me feel like I'd accomplished something. I don't know. Like I I was worth something because I collected this or I was, I had a meaning to my life because this thing was in my life. I mean, you know. I didn't want to admit for a long time I had a hoarding problem, but only recently, only f since I felt fully healed, or fully in the space of healing, let's say, because I don't think I, well, who knows, but I, at the moment, wouldn't say I'm fully there yet, but I am in a position where I'm more there than I'm not. Um, I can look at all that stuff. And I can actually sort the wheat from the chaff, let go of things that are no longer serving me and trust that they're going to find their place back in the world where they're supposed to be. And that's been so freeing, but it also just, just made me look at everything and go, oh my god, you know what, I get it, What when people, I, I used to watch those hoarder shows and feel sad when they emptied the house out. Because I was like, oh my god, that poor person, like, do you not understand how much work they put into collecting all that stuff? The reason I thought that was because I didn't want to admit that I was in the same position, almost. It was only when I went back and started clearing my space. And I gave all the stuff away to people. I, I didn't get, like, I didn't throw any of it away. I, I've been very, very careful with how I've sorted my space. But I'm finally in a position where I'm like, no, I'm ready for a change. I'm ready to part with this stuff and trust that it will go where it's supposed to be going. And I'm ready to part with the sunk cost or the sunk time or whatever it is that is associated with me having all of this stuff and not wanting to let go of it. And I think the reason I can do that is because I truly am in a position now where I, I can be sure that abundance 
will always be around me. Like, not to say I'm going to be hugely rich and successful. I would never want to predict that anyway. I think it's important to stay grounded even if I have uh, aspirations. But what I mean is, I've always been okay. Even when I only had £20 in my pocket, at least I had £20. And I'm in a position where I'm a lot more powerful than when I was when I first started collecting all this stuff. Um, not just powerful, just... This stuff came to me for a reason, right? Or, well, maybe not, but... It came to me when I asked for it. I would see something like that I said that I wanted just sitting on the street or someone would happen to have it or I'd find it on Facebook Marketplace or whatever it was when I asked for it 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 arrived in my life I can't say why exactly that happened I don't know if I'm just a master manifester um, but I've found that if I put if I put my faith in the universe and don't worry about it the universe will always sort me out. It's only when I get anxious and worried and stressed about it that I stop that energetic flow that allows these things to just travel to me. <laughs> I don't know how it happens, you know? Um, to the point even when I started to say, hey, this is enough, I've got too much stuff, I need to stop. I stopped seeing things at all. Like, things stopped coming to me, which I'm <laughs> very grateful for because I did not need any more. But um, what I mean is, I can trust that that will happen again. So I can get rid of the version I have now if it's not serving me. Because in the future I will probably find, get, buy, be in the position, like whatever. My friend will be getting rid of a much better one, which I'm actually going to use. And I'm going to use it because like, part of the thing that I'm doing right now is taking the stuff that I do have that I that I do want and using it I've started to just use paints on things or make stuff with bits of fabric that I've been collecting for years and I'm like why am I why do I just have this as a piece of fabric if I made it into something I could see it every day and I could admire it right now it's just something I see when I open my box of a thousand miscellaneous pieces of fabric <laughs> you know I have a, a rag rug in my bathroom which I love because I can look at it and say wow I remember what that used to be I remember where that came from I remember a story my grandma told me when she saw that piece of fabric and another thing like um so every piece has a story I've had that rag rug for years I use it every day and I've used it in every house I've moved to, which has been quite a lot. Uh, those were just little scraps of fabric that weren't doing anything. And now they're serving a purpose and I get to look at them every day. Why am I not just using things? So I suppose in a way that's a bit of self-care too. Like That's me going, I'm going to use the things that I've been mean like I've been saving up 
I'm going to finally put them to use. I'm finally going to clear that blockage in my mind where I've been like, oh, I'll do it tomorrow, I'll do it tomorrow, I'll do it tomorrow, or whatever. Um, and I get to be proud of myself. And I think that's what it comes down to, is if you can be proud of the thing you did that day, whatever it is, whatever it is you need, maybe your body does need rest. Maybe you do need a night in. Like so, There is no shame in sitting and watching your TV show. But I'm only proud of that if it was like I genuinely really needed to give my body a rest. And I, I understand some people are going to need that more often than others. But interspersed with that, I have to do stuff where I'm like, I look at it afterwards and I'm like, wow, I can show people this thing. I can show myself this. I, I'm really proud of what I've achieved today. I I tried, I put I put the work in and I made something of it. And you know what? I wasn't good at everything when I first started it my whole life. Like I failed at things before, but I think the thing is, that just makes you more proud when you do finally achieve it. So, yeah, <laughs> why not just start? That brings me to my other point that I was going to make. Um, I was going to make this a separate episode, but I might as well get into it now. Just start things. I started this podcast... I <laughs> Okay, I have a better microphone, but my idea was that right now all I need is to try. See how easy it is, see how I can make it with literally the bare minimum. All I've got is a phone and a connection to the internet. And somehow I managed to make a podcast and it's on Spotify now. Yeah, maybe I only have one friend watching it. No, I mean, (laughs) bless out, love you. But that's not the point the point is I started and it is bringing me something I feel proud when I've made an episode I feel proud of myself for just trying I don't necessarily even think I'm good yet I just think I have something to say and there's no point letting it get stuck in my head forever just because I'm paralysed by feeling like I'm not going to be good enough when I try why not just try make the mistake and get the feedback and then be better that's how you get better this is why I actually really ended up liking crits and I mean uni and then in work I like the opportunities I get to improve because someone has given me the time and the energy to feedback on my work That's valuable. And yeah, I could get butthurt over something that I'm like, oh, but I was really proud of that. Why do you not like me? But (laughs) I also know that's my ego talking. And if I really want what's best for my higher self, I will take that criticism. Take it with a pinch of salt as well, because like not everyone's going to be right objectively about everything. But... I can take that criticism on board and understand, like, why did that person think of it that way? Where am I coming from that's that's missing the mark? And how can I hit that mark for more people? Because if that person thinks that, maybe other people might think that. And maybe there's a better way to do this. And 
I'm a constant work in progress. I think that's the best way to look at yourself. Like, you can be that experiment that takes however many years your life is. And you can be always evaluating and upgrading yourself. Because why be any other way? Like, life's a game, right? (laughs) You just keep playing. And you might as well level up. So, yeah. Self-parenting is one of the ways I've leveled up recently. Self-parenting, I think, differs a little from self-care or self-love. I think maybe I define things well I I guess my point is I define things differently to other people although that might not be the case but for me self-parenting is when you give yourself the support but also the harsh sort of reality like (laughs) okay that sounds bad but like you give yourself the the support you needed like you give yourself that pat on the back that hug that love I mean, that also kind of goes into self-love. And that's why I think they're all a little bit like similar. Self-care is similar to self-parenting because you're giving yourself what you would have wanted your mother to give you or, or maybe what you miss them giving you. Um, you know, the the sandwich for lunch that it, or something healthier. I don't know. Um, self-parenting gosh it's it's a whole mix of things I think I'm starting to realize that it's whatever you intuit that you need uh for me one time it was just pep talking myself to get home I was so tired I was like I had had a really busy day I was feeling a bit ill I, I just wanted to get home and I was also it was like new moon or something I had to do my ritual because putting ritual into my life like putting my like observing the new and full moon and the cycles of the um the like pagan calendar are really important to me now because they add a sense of structure that helps me with doing things consistently so my analysis and my journaling and self like that's another self-care ritual that I have when I do it consistently I feel better because I'm like okay I've achieved that and I've taken care of myself and I have something to show for it and I'm growing as a human in a direction that I want to go in and the end goal is I'm happier wow what what's not to love about that but anyway I knew I had to get home to and it was very late and and it was new moon and I wanted to do my ritual um but I'd already at least done most of it the more in the morning because I sort of had this feeling that I might be home late and (laughs) um it, it just felt like although you it feels like you should do this ritual at night I was gonna just do it in the daytime because I had time and I might as well do it. Anyway, I was walking home and I was feeling really just crap and just started talking to myself out loud as I was walking down the street, just sort of 
stroking my own hand or hugging my arm or something saying you're like it's okay you'll be okay I know you're really tired I know you're really hungry I know you just want to get home and you want to just lie down and and you can have the you can have the easy food tonight I have certain foods which just they're healthy but they're easy um and sometimes I feel guilty for having them but that night I was just like I'm gonna have the easy food I don't even care like my act of love to myself my act of self-parenting is to say you get to have the easy food tonight because you've worked so damn hard today you deserve to just have a break and you can make the hard food (laughs) you can make the good shit when you are having a restful day and you have the time to fry a bunch of stuff and do something else and whatever whatever it was I was going to make the other day um make an entire risotto I don't know when you have to sit stand for like two hours versus two minutes this makes a pretty big difference um so yeah my act of self-parenting was to calm myself down to acknowledge my emotions and to say yeah you're really tired right now but it's cool I'm gonna get you through this and also to do the thing which I always wanted my partner to do but was never really fulfilled by any other person like this was actually the first time I felt truly fulfilled and it was because I'd done it myself and that was to to both validate my emotions and keep me distracted whilst I was on my way home and and like or whilst I was in a state of discomfort um you know my feet hurt my body hurt I was carrying a heavy bag I was hungry I was tired I just wanted to lie down I just wanted to eat and then I I knew I had to do my ritual but then I was saying yeah but you've been such a good girl today you've done your ritual already you all you've got to do is light an incense stick say a little spell and say thank you to the universe and you will be okay like yeah and I got home and I did all the things I needed to do and I just felt so good and I felt extra good because I'd given myself that little morale boost to get home I don't think I'd have made it otherwise I would have sat down in the street and cried if I hadn't given myself that morale boost because I was knackered but after that I just felt so strong I was like oh my god I I just mothered the hell out of myself I feel really good and then instead of going to my partner or my friends or whatever and saying oh I feel really shit no I don't know what to do everything's hard and I'm tired I went to them saying oh my god you won't believe what I just did I just parented myself and it felt amazing I was so tired, I was so hungry, but I I just told myself, hey, you'll get through this, and I got through it. And that was a much nicer thing to bring to my friends, you know? I don't like taking them my problems and my stresses. Okay, sometimes we've got stresses we can't deal with on our own, and it's important to have people to talk to about that, but it was nice to not dilute that, dilute the other things with, with stress, which I can handle. It was nice to come to them and say, 
AI handled this thing? Because sometimes I think we forget that friends shouldn't just be there for the stuff you can't handle. Partners shouldn't be there. Like, if anything, I don't like it if me and my partner talk about the stuff we can't handle anymore because it just brings me down. I like it when we talk about the stuff we have handled and the ways we grow because that feels so healthy. Yeah, we all we all have problems. We've all got stuff we're working through and we've all got stuff we're working on. But isn't it just nice to share when we've had a success? So I suppose my self-care routines are sometimes I'll have a bath with nothing but salt in it. Um, you know, the purest, finest, highest grade salt that you can get for bathing in. <laughs> um, sometimes I do little skincare routines. I mean, I have a mud mask I sometimes use. Uh, dusting. I actually really enjoy that, especially when I have nice beeswax, beeswax polish. I really like folding my laundry. I do it properly. I sort of, I put on a podcast, I stand there and I, like, I have a nice surface that's completely, like, clear that I can do it on. I will make sure to clear that surface before I do it. And then I spend my time, like, I pair up socks and, like, put them on a sp- in a special place and then I, I, like, turn my clothes the right way out and fold them neatly. So then when I put them in my drawers or like put them away in my my wardrobe that's a whole routine as well and I think sometimes adding a bit of routine can add a bit of romance to an otherwise dull thing uh I like having this routine of putting my clothes away and really taking that time with myself to listen to a cool podcast or like listen to an audiobook or just put some music on. Um, take that space away from my regular life and just be in that moment, be present and take pride in what I'm doing. And that really helps me center myself. <laughs> it's like a form of meditation almost or like that, that like it's a self-care. I mean, meditation is an amazing form of self-care, but sometimes I have to do it where I'm physically doing something. I like meditating in the bath too. I think part of it is maybe I like to, like, I struggle with feeling inactive and sometimes my, like, I struggle to take self-care days because, or, you know, self-care. I, I struggle to take days off because I feel like I need to be doing everything all at once and then I burn out and I completely crash and then I can't do anything and then I still try and do things um guilt complexes am I right <laughs> um I think what I've done that's really healthy is learn to take pauses that encompass doing things which you normally hate doing and use them for a period of self-reflection like a, 
like I self-reflect I, I listen to lots of podcasts that are similar to the one I'm making right now like uh, Jeanette McCarty's Empty Inside or Sad Boys um, with Jarvis and Jordan um, I like podcasts that make me think about how I can improve my life uh, or just sort of make me realise I'm no different to anyone else um, and I like listening to them whilst I do my laundry and just getting completely engrossed in both the act of putting my life together physically and putting my life together mentally um, sometimes I will be reading an audiobook which I'm absolutely like I can't put it down maybe I'll have had to have put it down because I'll be doing something and then I'll be like okay I'm just gonna have a laundry break because I need to know what happens in the next chapter and that's really fun too like it it's little things you can do to add a bit of fun to an otherwise boring task that turns that task into a self-care routine that not only you can find some rest and, and peace and solace in like a restful state of mind I mean whilst having an active body but also afterwards you can look at yourself and go I'm proud of myself I did my laundry today <laughs> like when I journal I do a nightly journal and oh daily like morning and night actually um I remember when I first had that journal one of the things that came up a lot for what I plan to do today and what I did well today because I have set questions every day uh were I did my laundry today or I'm going to do my laundry today because actually the little basic day-to-days of running your everyday life are a lot because they're co- you have to do them consistently you can't just do well, uh, when I was a, a student I did but trying to like have a million clothes so you can save all your laundry for like three months time is not really the most productive way to live that you're gonna have so much stuff laundry day is a pain tell me about it I used to live on the sixth floor and the lift was always broken and then I live like six buildings away from the laundry uh, room in my uni halls of residence and yeah you just feel cluttered and then you have all this laundry to do and yeah at the time I don't think I could have done it any other way also it's expensive to keep buying clothes but now and I think I'm very privileged to be in this position and I don't like want to overlook that privilege but at least I, I can say I've put myself in a position to scale back to be intentional about things and to do my laundry more often and take pride in it because it's much less of a chore 